0: So, funny thing, um, I've already recorded this podcast once, um, and I didn't realize, but I managed to basically fill up an entire 30 minutes really, really fast with this, so I'm going to try to restructure it so that I can talk about more, but um, if you guys are friends with me on Instagram, um, a couple weeks ago, I, or yeah, I guess a couple weeks ago, I posted um, a thing asking men and women to submit red flags they see in each other, um, or what they think red flags are. And what I thought was really interesting was, um, I had probably four times the amount of women respond than I did men. Um, but I think women are a lot more, are a lot quicker to, um, recognize red flags and point them out, um, in men, because we're very, very like aggressive when it comes to like, let me call you out. You know what I mean? Like we're, women are more dramatic. Let's just put it that way. Like, face it, we are, um, but it's just kind of funny. So um, I put these I put these out there. And what's funny is red flags is something that constantly comes up in conversations. Um, for example, my, my uh, cousin recently just started dating. Like she had a relationship basically right out of high school. Um, her first like real boyfriend. And um, now she's, you know, a couple years down the road. And now she's like reentering the dating world. Well, I think we can all agree that dating like in high school and then like right out of high school is totally different than like later down the line, especially if you've been in a relationship and like it's one thing if you haven't been and you get to go through all the transitions, but if you've been in a relationship in like one era and then you end your relationship and start a new era of dating, it's really hard because um, like in high school, you know, you more than likely met them at school, so you already know them, you know their friends, Um, you see them every day, you know, you have classes together, you kind of have set dates already as far as like proms, homecoming, You know, high school football games, um, whatever it may be, like you kind of have set things you can go to um, when it comes to hanging out, you know, um, a lot of the times you're going to hang out at each other's houses, you're under your parents' roof, you like, it's just, it's a totally different atmosphere. Where once you get out of that, and even like maybe a little bit later in college, you know, now you're you're meeting people that you don't actually know already. Like you're meeting them through mutual friends, you're meeting them through online dating, whatever it may be. You're meeting them at the bar, so it's like you don't necessarily know their friends, you don't really know their family, you don't know their background, you know nothing about them. Like you're starting from the ground up. Where in high school, you kind of already knew them because you've been going to school with them, you know. And so, it's just – it's totally different. And then also, like, the fact that dating – like, the dates that you go on are so different. You have to figure out what the hell you're going to do because, like I said, in high school, you're like, oh, okay, this Friday there's a football game. Let's go to the football game together. Oh, okay, next week is prom. Let's go to prom together. Um, You kind of have – you got to come up with it on your own. And so – my cousin just got out of the relationship, and she was talking about, like, she's going on a date with this guy, like, she's going over to his house for, their for like, a first date, like, not really a date, but, like, a hangout, because I feel like now it's not, like, let's go on a date, it's like, oh, when well, do you want to hang out? Like, you don't – we don't label it now, um, and so my aunt was like, oh, my God, you're going to his house on a first date, like – What kind of message is that sending or, like, you know exactly what he's trying to do, blah, 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 which in some cases, yeah, that's very, very true, but I've been on plenty of first dates, first hangouts, whatever, at someone's house um, or at my own. Like, sometimes it's just nice where you're, like, I don't know if I really want to put in a lot of effort to, like, go do something, Um with someone when I'm like, I don't even know if I want to be seen in public with them. So like, let's just hang out at the house. Let's order a pizza. Let's like watch a movie. And plus it's so relaxed. There's, you know, you, you, it's easier to talk because you can talk over anything and everything at your own place. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's different, but anyway so like my aunt's like freaking out about it and i tell my cousin i'm like listen i've been on plenty of dates at like a guy's house like you're fine i was like i was like just do what i did and send his information to your friend and show your location so if you get abducted they know where you were um (laughs) plain and simple but i was telling her i was like but i was like I was like, be careful, though, like, when you get to his house, like, you gotta look for his red flags, and I was like, that's, like, the perfect first date, because you get to find out their red flags really easily, and she was like, what, what do you mean? So, I was, like, telling her the red flags that, because I've, I've done my fair share of dating, um, I was like, these are the red flags, my personal red flags that I've seen in men, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're terrible, trust me, I've had these red flags for myself, like, I mean, like, I've done these things, too, sometimes, but, um, I just think that it shows their level of maturity. So, like, when you go to a guy's house... If there are flags, and I don't mean the American flag specifically, but I mean, like, the Saturdays are for the boys, that don't tread on me flag, like, that sort of, like, decorative flags. Um, if they have that shit hanging on the walls or the ceilings, like, just leave. Any sort of neon signs. Neon lights, I feel like, are borderline because, like, they're trending right now. So, like, neon lights are kind of like, eh, like, you can let it go. But, like, neon signs, like, bar signs and shit like that, like, no, like, that's not home decor. Come on, honey. Um, if they're, if they're, like gamers or whatever like if they have a gaming system in their bedroom that's a red flag to me like that shit should be in the living room like where you game with all your boys like come on um if they don't have a bed frame if their mattress or their box spring or both or whatever are just sitting on the ground I'm like come on we all know someone who's willing to get rid of a cheap bed frame or you could go to freaking Walmart and buy a cheap ass bed frame like there's no reason for your bed to be on the ground honey um if they don't have a top sheet if they strictly, like, if they basically just use their comforter or, like, a blanket as their main form of, like, cover um, in their bed, that's a red flag, and what was funny is my cousin goes, I don't even use a top sheet, and I was like, bitch, that means you're a red flag, like, I would leave. Uh, <laughs> um, if they have a laundry basket, and it's full of clothes, and you really can't tell if they're clean or dirty, that's a red flag to me. Um, if they tack up, like curtain like not curtains sheets or blankets as curtains that's a red flag to me everyone can afford some cheap curtains and a curtain rod from walmart like let's let's be an adult um just stuff like that um oh the other one i told her was if their protein powder and stuff is just like out on the counter or on top of the fridge like we all have cupboard space come on you can put it in the cupboard we get it you work out cool um so it was kind of funny like we were just talking about stuff like that but anyway um So I asked men and women on my Instagram story what their red flags were, and I only got five responses from men. Um, And what's funny is, some of them, one of them I I literally don't even understand, Um, and the other four I think are fairly valid, but also circumstantial. Um, One literally just says horses, and so I'm going to assume he's talking about horse girls, specifically. And I feel bad, because horse girls, I think, get a really bad rap, because honestly, I think what it is, is horse girls are really, really tough. Like, they get kicked, they get shoved, they get squished between these like heavy ass fucking animals they get thrown off of them so like yeah they're tough like they do hard work so if they're gonna sit there and do that why do they want to put up with your shit um they're gonna have some sort of attitude you know and quite frankly i think it's uh more like intimidation um like guys not- and i'm not saying the girls are in- are intimidating but the guys are intimidated because i know for a fact that some horse girls i'm just like listen like i can't deal with your attitude um But whatever. Um, like it's also, it's also just the, the, the lifestyle that they live is, is different anyway. So to me, I'm like, whatever. Like to me, that's not a red flag. It just means it's not your preference. Um, and you're intimidated. So whatever. Um, only talks to guys because they don't want to buy their own drinks. Okay. Yeah. Like that's definitely a red flag. But honestly, honey, like you're probably not going to know that's her, that's what she's doing. Um, until she's done it to you. Um, And so at that point, would you even go back and talk to her in the first place? So yeah, no. Um, uh, When they don't communicate, act sketchy as fucking lie. That's one. Um, I agree. But also, all of those things, like, if they're not communicating, if they're acting sketchy as fuck and they're lying to you and you know all those things, like, why the fuck would you stick around in the first place, you know? Um, I feel like that's you just not really setting your own standards and um, you being willing to put up with it. So, sounds like a personal problem. Um, And I feel so bad, but like, this is, this is just my opinion. Um, this one though, I think is super fucking valid and I think it's valid for men and for women. Um, getting the, what are you doing question or like, who are you with? Um, sort of like 24 seven. And I think that is a totally valid red flag. Um, but I also think that there's a lot to learn from people who do ask that question 24 seven. So personally, um, someone who's asking you all those questions, what are you doing? Who are you with? Um, where are you? Like that sort of stuff. They've clearly been through some sort of traumatic experience, um, that has conditioned them to now wonder because they maybe let someone else slide for so long, like not asking where they were, like putting in a lot of trust to someone. Um, and then that person broke their trust. So, um, sometimes you just got to be patient with them, um, and show them that like, you're, you're a good guy or a good girl, whatever it may be. But I understand that at a certain point, like if they're not trusting you and you've done nothing wrong, like if you give them a couple months and you've done absolutely nothing wrong and they're still questioning you. Yeah, that's a red flag. Like just leave. Um, cause it's probably not going to change at that point. So, that's kind of it that the guys submitted. Now, we have the ones that the girls submitted. Um, This one. They don't constantly keep up with their mom. Um, And what's funny is I feel like there's the flip side of it um, that says, like, you know, if they're a mommy's boy. So, like, you got to find that balance of, like, they're close enough with their mom or their family... But they know the boundary. You know what I mean? And for me, like, from my perspective, I want someone who is close with their family. But, yes, I want them close with their family, but willing and able to make their own decisions um, and prioritize, like, us and... Um, with their family time as well. Um, cause I do think there is a fine line where, where parents get involved in their kids relationships too much. So, um, yes, if they aren't close with their mom, but on the flip side, you know, mommy's boy, it's a little much, um, so like if you're if his mom is still making decisions for him, yeah, that's a red flag. But if he's like, my mom's a bitch, like I don't talk to my mom, like that's another red flag. Um, and maybe their maybe their mom really isn't a great mom, but it's the way he's going to talk about her that says a lot. You know, if he's sitting there and he's like, listen, my mom, like if he's blunt and he's like, listen, my mom and I don't get along. Um, I still love her, but you know, we just don't get along. Like if he's mature about it, okay. But if he's sitting there trash talking his mom all the time. That's a red flag because if he's going to do it to his mom, why wouldn't he do it to you? Um, the, my ex is crazy comment, um, or all my exes, all of his exes are crazy. Um, there was a couple that said that on here. So, um, or something like that. So yeah, um, all I'm saying is maybe he does have a crazy ex, but a lot of the times people go crazy for a reason. So what did, what did, what did he do to make her crazy? Or what happened to her to make her crazy? So, and if he's saying all of his exes are crazy, then there's definitely a common denominator there. And he's the problem. So, I'm just, just think about that, men. Like, if you're going to sit there and call your ex crazy, think about why she was crazy. Um... Uh, video games and what's funny is I feel like that's that's a tough one um, because to me I'm like I'm very much like enjoy your hobbies have things you're interested in but I do find that a lot of men who participate in video games um, have a hard time prioritizing uh, their time um, and they're way way too committed to their video game um, and they don't show a lot of affection or attention to their partner um, and that is not, and that's from personal experience but also Um, from from stories from my friends as well and so men all I can say is my advice to you is if you are a gamer when you are not playing your game and I mean like during your game there are times where you're going to die you know the level's over you're starting a new level like during those pauses text your partner back text her back because that's all she wants to know is you can be like hey babe I'm going to play my game but um, I'll text you I'll text you I'll still be able to text you, you know, like put in the effort of being like, listen, because to me, I'm like video games are an activity that you have breaks throughout and you can easily talk to that person. So if you're going to be disappearing for three hours at a time just to play a video game, like that's kind of messed up, um, military. And I feel like that's a hard one because, um, it's definitely one of those topics and one of those things where it's like a few bad men ruined it for the rest of them. Um, because not all of them are bad, you know, not all military men are bad. There's a lot of good ones out there. Um, but those, those few bad ones make a bad name for the rest of them. Um, but in my experience, I, I personally have not had the greatest experience with military men. Um, for example, the guy I had my first kiss with, um, Right after we broke up, he got shipped off um, to basic training. He, he joined the military. Um, long story short, a year two years later, he came back on leave, and he was like, I want to take you out again. Like, maybe our timing was off. I was like, oh, okay, that's sweet. Okay. We go on a date. Long story short, while he's on leave, um, you know, we hang out, and we go on dates, and he acts like we're going to, you know, build something out of this. We're going to try again. The moment he gets shipped back to – um, base, uh, he texts me basically and tells me he's seeing someone um, and basically admits to just using me while he was home. Um, and that's super messed up. And what's funny now is he's now married to that girl that he was seeing. Um, so part of me wonders like if she if she knew that, but um, it doesn't really matter. But um, then like come to find out, uh, the one of my exes while we were dating, uh, we got into a rocky rocky kind of period, but. Um, I found out he was on Tinder while he was uh, stationed away. And let me tell you how I found out, um, just so you men realize, like – we're not fucking stupid we and this is this is one of those instances where i probably am the crazy ex because guess what this man i fucking knew he was cheating and i was able to prove it so all i'm saying is yeah i went a little crazy because this man pushed me to my my limit but um i paid for tinder plus and i set my location to where he was stationed at um, and i found his tinder so uh, yeah. Just know that women are crazy, but we're also very, very intelligent and we're going to figure shit out one way or another. Um, but military men, like I said, a few bad apples ruin it for the rest of them. Um, shitty dads. Um, yes. And I've dated enough single dads to know a bad one from a good one now. Um, and I know enough single dads to know a bad one from a good one. So, um, if they are not putting in the effort to see their kid, that is a red flag to me because even though i don't really want kids um i do like kids um and when i say i don't want kids it means i don't want to physically push it out of my body um if someone already had a kid i would love the shit out of that kid but um in this instance i'm like if you're not even putting in the effort to see your kid like that's messed up or if the kids around and i'm the one spending more time with their kid than they are that's messed up um so yes i agree uh, a girl best friend that's the next red flag. That's tough because I know I have a lot of guy best friends. Um but also like being completely honest, I know that they are my guy best. This is this is this is my advice on that. Me and my guy best friends became guy be- like became best friends mostly because we tried to date and realized that was weird and it wasn't going to happen and not even really date but like almost all of my guy best friends I've made out with. And then it was, like, after that moment, we were both, like, oh, that's fucking weird. Like, no. So there's no history there, you know what I mean? Um, and so, to me, I'm, like, they're, like, there may have been an instance, like, it's fine. But for me, I'm, like, if they have a girl best friend, if they've been best friends for years, and I'm not saying, like, a year, like, if they've been friends four years, I would say minimum three. If they've been friends for a minimum of three years they're not going to date. They're not going to date. In my opinion, if they are friends and they have not dated for that long, there is a reason they haven't dated. If he wanted to date her, he would have at this point. So, um, it's a, it's a catch 22 though. It's hard. It's a hard, that's a hard area, a hard gray area. And I know that guys are, are like that too, where they're like, I don't like your guy best friends. Cause they're all trying to smash you. Well, guess what? We, they already tried and it didn't work out. So now they're, they're stuck in the friend zone. Um, but it's also a level of just you have to have a level of trust with someone. Um, and you know what? Sometimes they break that trust, and it is what it is. But um, on his phone all the time, yes. If they're on their phone, and this is for men and women, if someone's on their phone 24-7 while they're with you, and I don't just mean like it's one thing if work – if they're like, hey, I got to take this call for work um, – but it's another if they're just scrolling Instagram and on Snapchat and shit like that. Like, if they're not putting in the effort to actually spend quality time with you, um, I feel like they aren't appreciating their time with you, um, and your your time is is not valuable to them. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, especially and oh, the biggest thing is like when you get away from someone and you're not around them, but you know they're the type of person that's on their phone all the time, but they can't text you back, and you're like, what the fuck? You're literally on your phone twenty four seven when we're together. Why can't you text me back? So keep that in mind. Um, only texts you after eight p.m. Yes. So I feel like there's there's a level of knowing you know someone's work schedule or and that's part of the communication aspect like the guy I'm talking to now we do not talk basically between the hours of um 10 a.m and like 6 p.m we do not talk at all because we are both very focused on our work we are both very dedicated to our work we don't want distractions that sort of thing um so we don't text like all day long but then it also gives us something to talk about at the end of the day so um we, but we've set that standard. If you have not set that standard with someone and they just like straight up only text you in the evening to me, I'm like, that's just their late night lonely call. You know, they're not busy anymore. Like they just want someone to talk to you're there to fill their time. Um, Oh, I found the opposite. Someone put mommy's boy. So yeah, there's the opposite of that other one I mentioned. Um, and Oh, another calls, uh, his ex crazy. Um, and then the last one is vapes. The last one I'm going to talk about is vapes. Um, to me, I would rather someone vape than smoke cigarettes, um, but I think the red flag in this is if they can't stop. Like, if they have that addictive personality to where they're like, I need to vape, like, I can't stop, like, that is a red flag, because clearly they're, they're I mean, they're basically an addict, so that's definitely a red flag, but who am I to talk, because I've definitely dated people who are low-key addicts, so um, that's cool. Um, but anyway basically coming from that, uh, those, those are the lists. Those are the things of red flags that people have provided. Now on the flip side, um, you know, it's hard to look at all these red flags and sit there and be like, I'm not going to date someone with all of these aspects. So, um, what you shouldn't be doing, this is, this is my advice is if you are dating, you know, don't look at just the red flags, look at I guess what we would call green flags. Um, And my friend told me to do this, actually. And I think her therapist is the one that told her to do this. And then she passed it along to me. But um, she told me to make a list. And basically a list of what I'm going to call green flags. And what I mean by that is, you know, qualities or things, traits, whatever you want in a person um, that you're going to date. And these are things that you're like, I want these. Like, these are the things I want. And so, let me just, I have my list right here in front of me. Um, I have a little notebook. It's, I'm not going to call it my diary, but I, like, write things down that I don't want to forget, like goals, um, information about stuff like that, um, whatever. So, so, these are the things that I said I want. I want someone understanding. And what I mean by that is I want someone who's understanding of my, you know, Insecurities, the issues that I have, and stuff like that, and they're like, "Listen, like, I get where you're coming from," and like communicates with me about that. Um, and but, like rolling off that communication abilities. If someone cannot sit there and actually have a mature conversation with me, like if everything turns into a fight, if everything turns into an argument, if everything gets heated, um, that's that's not how it should be. So there's that uh, loyalty. You know, I want someone who makes me a priority and someone um, who's committed to me, uh, respect. And I don't just mean to me, but like me, uh, my friends, family, um, you know, other people, like there's a level of respect that I think everyone deserves. Um, so someone who's respectful, Someone who's, like, protective, and I don't mean, like, is gonna fucking beat someone up. Like, if it came down to it, cool. Like, knowing that, like, you have the abilities and the strength to, like, truly protect me is awesome, but someone who is protective, like, um, like, takes care of me and is, like, no, like, this is my person, like, I will protect them at all costs, sort of thing. Um, but not, not a fighter. Like, I don't want someone who's just quick to jump into a fight. Um, someone who's driven, and I mean, like, in the sense of like they they have goals and they may not have reached them yet but you know they're working towards them and they're putting in the effort and that sort of thing uh, the humor because i'm super like silly and playful and outgoing so i want someone who can keep up with me on that um i also think that humor is going to be what brings you through a lot of tough times um someone who's adventurous like willing to get up basically willing to get out of their comfort zone um willing to try new things um you know, travel, um, someone kind of outdoorsy because I enjoy the outdoors. And I don't mean like they have to be a hunter, they have to like fishing, but like they want to be outdoors, whether it's, you know, we're barbecuing in the backyard, we're fishing, um, you know, we're going on a hike, whatever it may be. Something that gets us outdoors because I enjoy the outdoors. Um, someone who's accepting, and I feel like that this goes a lot with understanding, um, but under- like accepts, you know, me my past, my flaws, um accepts me for my mistakes, accepts my family. because um, like I said, you know, my brother's gay and if that's going to be an issue then you're not my person and I'm not going to sit there and waste my time with you. Um because my brother comes before all of you guys. And believe it or not, I've run into stuff like that and it's messed up. Um supportive, someone who's supportive of my goals and my ambitions. Um and is and with that is proud of me and like kind of kind of the aspect of showing showing me off of being like you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean they gotta post about me all the time. But like when 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 we go out in public, like they will hold my hand in public. Like when they introduce me, they're like, "This is my girlfriend, Shelby." You know, like they give me the title um, so that everyone knows, like they are proud to be with me. You know what I mean? Um, trusting of me, uh, my decisions, and you know, obviously all of this stuff goes goes both ways. Um, and then of course, you know, I have I have other things. Um, such as, you know, I want someone taller than me. Um, and that's, that comes from like the protective sort of standpoint, someone who's shorter than me, I don't necessarily feel safe with them and I don't know why, but it's like an instinct sort of thing. Um, you know, I don't need someone freaking jacked and ripped, but I want someone who kind of takes care of themselves. Um, you know, I like good smiles and that doesn't necessarily mean you have the most perfect teeth but you know a good smile and like good hygiene and stuff is really important to me um someone who's active you know but with a good balance of like enjoying those lazy days like um you know ultimately you're very active you're very you want to go do things and whatnot um and by that i mean kind of like an extrovert i don't i don't really think i would ever fully get along with an introvert um uh let's see Uh, i what's funny is i used to want someone who danced and now i've learned that i unless they're truly an amazing dancer like like and god this sounds so shitty but like the same level i am like if they just kind of do like one or two spins basically like i need someone confident in their dancing abilities so that we can like keep up with each other um someone who wants to be involved with my family. Like I said earlier, like I want someone who wants to hang out with my family and travel to see my family. I want someone that we go and spend time with their family, um, stuff like that. Um, and then ultimately, you know, I want someone who's going to be my best friend. So, um, that is my list of traits. So what I, what I'm taking from this is I encourage you to make this list. And this is exactly what my, my friend told me and what her therapist told her. Make this list of things you want in a significant other. Um, they can be physical. They can be, you know, emotional, mental, um, stuff like that. Whatever it may be. Um, but try not to get too stuck on material things. Um, so, like, don't be like, I want a man who drives a truck. Like, n- don't do that. Um, <laughs> because that's just, that's dumb. Um, try to stick to to um, non-material of things. And uh, make this list. And what she told me is stick to it. Stick to this list. And a lot of the times, some of these things you won't know about a person until, you know, a couple weeks, maybe a month or so down the road. And so, what I started doing is in this journal, if I was talking to someone, like actively talking to someone, and I was like starting to get interested in them, I would put their name down, and then I'd write kind of one word that stood for all of these, all of these traits. And then I'd be like, yes, 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 like yes, they have this. Yes, they have this. As as I learned about them. Um, and then if there came a point where there was a no, like okay, you know, is this something I'm really willing to give up? You know, maybe he's not super outdoorsy. Is that something I'm willing to give up? No, because I love the outdoors, like, and I I would ultimately want them to come with me, and I mean, if they're okay with me going without them, cool, but if not, like, then yeah, that's going to be an issue, you know? Um, Maybe they don't dance, whatever it may be, but anyway, um, make this list and stick to it, and you can add to it. You can you know, as you grow and you become a different person, there may be things on there that you add, there may be things you take away. Um, so keep that list updated and, but stick to it, stick to it because the moment you start compromising what you want, then you're going to end up in a, in a relationship that ultimately is not what's best for you. Um, and I am saying that wholeheartedly because I've definitely, um, experience that where I'm like okay like you know what they don't have these five qualities it's I'm just going to ignore it um and then it was those five qualities that they ended up needing for us to work so um I think it's important and so make your list of green flags um don't focus on the red flags, because if you're focused on the red flags, you're not going to look at the green flags, And but also don't be naive to the red flags. You know, look at their red flags and be like, okay, yeah, no, like, I don't, I definitely don't want that in someone, but what's funny is a lot of the times the red flags will contradict the green flags, so if you're focused on the green ones and they have all of those, more than likely you're going to be okay, um, but, you know, sometimes the the red flags don't, Um You know, I didn't, I don't really have on my list that I want someone, you know, let's just say older than me, but, or whatever. But then, you know, I start talking to someone younger. Well, maybe because they're younger, they don't have that sense of understanding or that drive yet. You know, maybe they, they don't have that acceptance and that communication skill because they're younger. So even though that's not really on my list, like... You know they don't they don't have the other aspects because of this one um whatever it may be but um basically red flags are circumstantial too a lot of people have red flags because of other things they've been through um and so also be understanding of that that sometimes red flags fade and sometimes red flags develop and sometimes red flags will disappear if if they're willing to fix them for you so i think everyone deserves a chance but have your list of green flags and be aware of red flags and know what you will and won't deserve. Set your standard um, for yourself, for your partner. Um, and if they aren't willing to reach that standard, then maybe it's time to move on, you know, and that's okay. So um, if you want, I can talk about more red flags. I can do the the prompt again and see what people say. I thought it was really interesting, especially being that not very many men responded, but um, yeah. So, um, I hope that this helped you guys kind of understand maybe some of the opposite sexes, um, red flags, but also, um, maybe gave you some tools to better your future relationships by making this list of, I'm going to call them green flags, um, making this list and sticking to it because I know that since I've done that, ultimately it really has helped me. So, um, I, I 10 out of 10 recommend it. And, Sometimes you don't, like I said, you may not complete your list in one sitting. You may not realize this is something you want in someone until it happens or whatever. So, um, start thinking of that list. Try, try making that list and um, stick to it. Like stick to it, because um, I promise you, like it really does make things better and it makes it easier to be like, okay, Shelby, you need to be real with yourself. Like this man is not exhibiting the qualities you want. So you need to move on. Like it kind of holds you accountable, you know, um, for, for setting your own standard and sticking to your standards. So, um, make your list. And, um, if you do make a list, uh, and you want to talk about it, DM me, I would love to talk about it because, um, it's super helpful and I think it's really interesting. So, um, I hope you all have a great weekend and uh, I can't wait for next week's episode. Um, It's going to be a good one. So bye.